Welcome back, folks. Thank you. All right, we've got at the outset a couple of hours. Um, I want to give an opportunity to people who haven't spoken at all to come up. So that's who I'm calling first, and then let's see what else we do. You know who you are. You know who you are. Thank you, guys. I have a question. Yes, Tito. Uh, a few, uh, about a week ago, I, I was online and I ran into this, uh, what do you call it, a medium who, uh, I guess, I guess he's going to call in the, the Archangel Michael. You know? Yeah. And they said, all you have to do is ask. So when I did my meditation, yeah. I, I I asked for it. Yeah. I felt felt an energy, but is that a good thing to do, or should I not have dependence on that kind of thing? Don't have dependence, but it's an interesting thing to play with. Well, because I felt it enter. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, uh, I just needed to know what I should be fooling around with. Kind of yeah, it's, it's, if you're very specific about calling it an energy, it's fine. Well, it's the Archangel Michael. Yeah, if you're naming something. Yeah. Whereas, years ago, when I was kind of not knowing what the heck was going on? I remember saying once, is there anything, anyone out there? Wow. It took me months get to get rid of it. <laughs> <laughs> really, it was hell. Wow. I went to no, medium master, therapist after therapist to try and get rid of it. So if you're really specific and it's Michael the Archangel, that's, there's no harm in that. Yeah, it, seemed, it seems uh, very pleasant. Yeah. I think Archangel, you know, different vibrations or beings or whatever way we want to, to, to name it, they have different qualities and different properties. We help other dimensions and other dimensions help us because ultimately it's the same thing. It's yourself helping yourself really. It works. Yeah, it does because I felt it. It works. So Michael the Archangel has a sword and it's good for cutting things. So if you want to cut something, Cut a dependency, cut, a, cut something, it's useful. So it's a tool. These things are tools. Use them, put them down again. Right. And keep your own autonomy. Because there's always that dependency thing. And then I could have run into your problem. <laughs> Pulled in 100,000 of these characters. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yes. How come I'm since I haven't come? Yes, great. Thank you. <laughs> You're getting support. I just had no real questions, so, you know, I just sit there. Yeah. <laughs> Take it all in. Uh, but since you're sort of reading people's lives, <laughs> you know, I've got, I guess, things that are shifting. Good. You know, uh, or seemingly are sort of always on the edge of, you know, should I stop what I'm doing or not? Yeah. You know, the whole world is seen and, you know, my whole, what I've been doing for years with spiritual community and everything, and this sense of vision with all of that seems to have lost its huh. focus. It's like, Has it? Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's interesting. You know, it's like trying to, you know, seems like it's like a, analogy of like hurting a room full of cats <laughs> uh -huh. you know I kind of built that whole platform that I do and everything to you know so they would come and I'm noticing that this is it's 
the community is getting more scattered. Yes. You know, I don't know if it's because of Facebook or or what it is, but there's lots of different interests and pockets and things, and it's like, you know. Maybe it's run its course? Maybe. That's what I'm, you know, wondering about. I mean, I still have been moving forward trying to take my platform more nationally, thinking yes. maybe that would shift it, mm-hmm. and, uh, and I can do more with it that way. But that still seems to have had resistance, you yes. know, with coming together. Yes. And I tend to sit there spinning my wheel on that going forward more than not. So, so sometimes I'm like, maybe I should just get a job, you know. <laughs> yes. Because it still comes down to having to support and keep the boat afloat. <clears throat> so, um, and I did attempt a, a job the other day, which was funny. Because mm-hmm. I used to do construction work and I like kind of being physical. But I, uh, so I took, a, I had called some and, and uh, they said, oh, it's been filled, you know, and then an hour later or something, he calls me and goes, can you work tomorrow? I'm like, uh-huh. okay, let's try this, you know. So I, uh, I said, yeah, and I showed up, and it was like 10 hours of manual labor, you know, and I'm like, oh, what did I ask for? You know, I'm like, I've been sitting at a desk too long to, yeah, yeah. you know, and out of shape and, 65, what am I thinking? I'm going to do 10 hours, and 8 hours a day of real, you know, manual labor. I'm like, that might not be too realistic or healthy for me. So I quit that day. But I told him, okay, this is a little unrealistic, I think, for me. So, but it was fun. I made it through the day. It's great that you did. dead, but, you know, I did do it, you know. Eight for a week of it. Yeah, not, almost. Not yeah. quite a week. I bounced, I bounced back pretty quickly. So, you know. Yeah, so, you know, it's just that kind of place of, you know, what to do. You know, I'm at a point yeah. in my cycle of the year where the money's from the last festival and stuff that I was promoting kind of, um, you know, cover me for this next month. And then yes. it's like, and then I hit a slow spell. And so I'm like, you know, should I... Focusing on doing what I'm doing, and you know, which is on always often on the edge, or just yeah. like conjure up some other kind of work, you know. So, yes. Yes. You know, it's kind of been a space I've been in, and at the same time, I have this great opportunity to produce a concert next May. You know, I produce concerts once in a while, and this these folks are mantra. You know, chant mantra people um, that have in that field. They're like the Beatles of that field, uh-huh. you know. Uh-huh. And um, which means it's a bigger venue. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm usually used to doing smaller, mm-hmm. 300 people kind of events, and this will be more like a 1500 okay. venue. Nice. Which then means contracts and yes, deposits and all these things with the venue and the artists and all this stuff. Yes. So it's like that throws me into a bit of fear, you know. Anxiety about it, you know. But is it I got big? a good remedy. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's helped me with that. Yeah, from my friend Joan. Yes, <laughs> yes, our white witch. Huh? Our white witch. Yes, yeah. yeah. Uh, so I think that's helped actually. I, I kind of mm. don't. Uh. I'm not as full of anxiety about you know. Uh. I was I was so on the fence about signing this contract or not and this opportunity or. Whatever. Yeah. Do I really want to take it on? Yeah. So I think I'm going. For, I'm going for it now. Good for you. Decided. Good yeah. for you. So. so the practice is stay light, even though you're 
even though it's got legal implications and stuff, that stuff is still light. You know, we can get into yeah. our head about it yeah. and then it becomes drama. But I did. You know, I use that as one of the fear things that yeah. in the exercise earlier. Uh, and I was uh, like, you know, what's the worst that could happen? Yeah. Well, you know, I end up owing a, a ton of money. Yeah. So, so I'll go bankrupt yeah, yeah. if I have to yeah, or yeah. something. You know, it's like, well, and it's highly unlikely anyway because these guys are always selling out the venues they're in. So it's, you know, I don't think I can really yeah. lose or go wrong with it. Yeah. And I co-produced them three years ago and we sold out this 1,500 venue. So, you know. Yeah. Then your anxiety is only fine. based on an yeah, idea. Yeah, it is. It's kind of just... Good. Then you yeah. can know, okay, that's just my mind is creating that. I'm not picking up any... I shouldn't do this, you know? Yeah, that was part of the quandary. Is this, yeah. a, you know, this... That things are going to shift after the election. I shouldn't, you know, yeah. I don't need to put this on, or, or is this just my usual anxiety about producing? I mean, even a small event, I'm always hesitant about committing to it and feeling responsible for the whole thing yeah. um, until I have sponsor money behind me covering yes. me on it. Yes, And then okay. I um, usually will go ahead with it. Even then, I'll still have anxiety about it for some okay. reason. It's like a performance, you know, producing yes. an event's like a, you get sort of performance anxiety because it's still all on you, Yes, you sure. know, to have this to whole thing come off. Absolutely, so, absolutely. I think I just have, it's like, that lingers yeah. in there. Yeah. Even though I've done it many times. Absolutely. You still yeah. do it. Funny, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, oh, it's still, that's, that's yeah. the response that your body has. Yeah, yeah. So it's a good one to knock that out. To do a big gig and just let it be play. Let it be play. But having your wits about you and being responsible and yeah, doing your doing thing. Doing it right. Yeah. But yet being light about it in, your, in yourself. Mm-hmm. You know? Because then you're looser. You're looser. You're more flexible. You see more opportunities. You're more creative. Whereas if you're tight about it, everything. It screws up everything. Being yeah. contracted just screws up everything. Yeah. Do you yeah. know? Yeah. So it'd be good to practice in that way. But you know what? I kind of like the idea of you looking for other work. Yeah. I do. Okay. I do. When you talk about it, it's like there's another run in you, you know? (laughs) It's just got to be the right, I keep wanting the right thing to show up because, you know, I. What's the right thing? And that, what is that? I don't know. You know, because I'm kind of spoiled. I've been doing my own thing for years now and Mm. on my own time clock, and I'm not your, you know, real disciplined type that's going to be always on time every morning. Uh And I know Uh that's an issue with me. In general, so it's like, don't want that kind of a uptight corporate job like right. I had years ago of some sort. Right. So, so I, I think sometimes just doing something simple like, you know, go down to the local greenery, Absolutely. you know, greenhouse place and just do Absolutely. something like that where I just sort of no brainer, easy work all day or, yeah, but outside maybe. Yeah, nice, exactly. You know, exactly. That's kind of keeps popping up for me. Yeah. Because I can keep doing what I'm doing sort of on the side. You can, of course. That's the whole point. I don't think you need to, when it comes up, you know, when it comes up rather than looking for the next gig when it comes up. But something feels like it would help you to just chill more and be more still and Mm -hmm. more kind of solid and stable in yourself. Right. If you have like just a staple, a staple job, you know, that's easy. Yeah. You know, I mean, it can be... Check out at Whole Foods. I mean, it doesn't matter. It, 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 just a job that you can do that's not too challenging, that's kind of fun and light. Yeah. Keep it light inside yourself, yeah. you know, and allowed you to, to just kind of, doesn't take too much out of you. Right. You know? Yeah. I don't have to take it home with me. No, not at and, all. You know. But I think it definitely would be good. 
because it'll keep you active, keep you in the world, and keep you in touch with kind of what's happening out there. Right. I'm a people person, so being you around are. people is great. You yeah. Know, I've done plenty of things like that over the years. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. And what I am doing now keeps me, you know, kind of a lot of times at home, just in front of a computer and everything. So yeah, yeah. And it's uh, kind of monthly iffy. You know, you're yeah. always sort of on the edge. Sure. When about the, next the, the income. Yeah. Aspect of it. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah. I, I definitely would. I wouldn't. It's funny because, like, a lot of people have spoken about that, but yet there's a different reply to everybody. It's it's weird, you know, because because finance means something different to everybody, and sometimes you just got to be practical about it. And it's like, you know what? We just take the worry out of it by having a staple. Yeah. And then somebody else, it's like go for broke, you know. <laughs> it's weird. It's yeah. just weird. But let word of mouth spread, and I think it will. Out of this May gig, there'll be more. I think you might get some more big gigs. If you let go and get looser yeah, about it yeah. inside yourself, uh-huh. you'll somehow become more visible right. for the layer up, the larger gigs. Yeah. You know, and I can, there's definitely a possibility that you could do a couple of those every year. Yeah, there definitely the could be. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. That can definitely come to yeah, you. Yeah, I can see that. Where you do that. bigger gigs, but you have to loosen up. Right. And yeah. in loosening up, if you have something that's your staple job, that, you know, if you quit it, you quit it. If you go back to it, you go back to it. Something like that will allow you to kind of feel secure in the world. Right. I think that would be a good common sense approach to it. Yeah, I agree. Let the bigger gigs come in. Wouldn't waste your time with the 200, 300 people no, venue. No, they haven't been working anyway. You're done there. You're yeah. done there. They've, uh, they've dropped down to what used to be a 300-person event is been barely a hundred that show yeah. up at the last yeah. uh, last ones that I've done. Yeah, you're but moving away from that work. Yeah, I think yeah. there's too many choices in the area, and not. Yeah, it's not your gig anymore. It's just it's just not going to line up for you anymore. You you yeah. you've got other things to do. Yeah. Yeah. It'll morph, and somebody else will take up the new model of whatever that's going to be. Mm-hmm. But it's not for you. Right. Have fun with those big gigs. Okay, thank you. And get a staple. Get a staple. I will. I appreciate the yeah. encouragement. Yeah. You, yeah. You'll do well on big gigs. Good. If you're relaxed. <laughs> if you're uptight, you'll make a dog's dinner. Well, I'll just have to not do big gigs that make me nervous. You've got to deal with the nervousness and do the big gigs, <laughs> <Yeah>. please. Okay. <laughs> They're your teachers. The big yeah. gigs. Yeah. Okay. You know, you've enough experience to know how to do them. You're able to do them. You are. Yeah. You have confidence in yourself, huh? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know I can. Yeah, you know you can. I know you can too. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Believe in yourself a bit, huh? <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. Sure. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yes. Would you like to come? No, but I will. <laughs> <laughs> Hi. Did I get your name right? Am I remember? Yeah, Terrence. 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 Yeah, mm-hmm. okay, good. I did remember. Um, How have you been? This is my teddy bear, I guess. Right here. 
It's all right. Um, how have I been? Well, I'd rather go somewhere else. All right. <laughs> go someplace else. Um, I think I, I realize I'm not really good at Songian dialogue or whatever. So it's all right. Um, yeah, but so I'll just maybe just share. Let's see what's happened after the last retreat here. It's your time. Whatever way you want to run with it is totally up to you. Yeah, well, we can start there. Maybe it's a little better. And oh, Also, I noticed Friday night I, when we walked in, <coughs> I noticed a little different energy for you. Like it was, you were just a little bit more glowing and a little bit, yeah, there's a certain ease. It was really beautiful. Whether it's my imagination or whatever, but... And, and I realized out, out of that that um, I just felt really humble or that, you know, I would have an opportunity like this. You know, I don't know, just the humility of being able to be present with this. With yourself. With, with yourself appearing as Jack. Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. That is what it is. The dualistic perspective doesn't mm-hmm. see it that way, but right. every other perspective that you have access to knows that that's what's going on. Yeah, I have to. Uh, my awareness, yeah, isn't quite that that place yet. But. but could you say that it's a possibility that it's true? <clears throat> Oh, well, yes, possibility. All right. Okay. That leaves a bit of an opening. That's okay. Okay. So I'll come to it, but out of that, I thought, you know, I kind of come up here and I'm just like a lot, I'm time self-absorbed, so to speak, and I thought, you know, I couldn't, I wanted to give back to you something, and I haven't, I came up with an idea, and I'll get into that a little bit, but uh, but thank you, so to speak. And but right after the last retreat, I kind of became almost compulsive about listening to the satsang archives. And I work, and I listen to two, three, four a day for like a month. And I've come, I've been to wow, <laughs> I've been to Asheville and uh, <laughs> Raleigh, <laughs> Montreal, <laughs> Ottawa, yeah. Findhorn, uh, Vinui. Basketball. Yes. Yes. Carlsbad. And uh, I even went to Berkeley, but that's the one I didn't stay very long. <laughs> yeah, I didn't stay very long yeah, either. So. <laughs> it was a one hit wonder. Um, so I don't know why I did that. Um, but I couldn't. Part of it is, I guess, it's just, it, it was a A reality or a zone where I just felt more myself. Yes. And I'm having being in the world is kind of hard for me. Yes. Um, so I kind of overdid it, but um, you have so much wisdom to offer there, and um, but after a while, I got tired of you, Jack. Great, <laughs> great. Yeah, thought enough of this woman. Great. Yeah, I mean, good. Yeah. I mean, okay. 
you can talk. Talk. <laughs> yes. Sorry. Let me yeah. Yeah, you're totally right. Good. I'm glad you hit the limit. Yeah. And so there was a couple things that kind of whatever events or just thoughts that happened. I think because of the retreat or the listening to these dialogues or. So I thought I'd maybe go there. Um, one of them was like a, uh, a little daydream kind of thing. I, I know we don't normally go there, but never experienced anything like this one. I don't. So story is um, okay. I, mean, I got to put it together, but um, I was sitting at home and then after work and. Is this working? Yes. Um, I had this really big thought or image come of um, uh, that mountain in in India of Arunachala. Arunachala. How do you say it? Arunachala. I'm going to need help with that. Arunachala. Yeah. And I, well, that's just bizarre. I mean, I'm sitting in my little studio apartment and there's this mountain. Boom. Big call. And I've never been that part of the world. The only reason I even knew about the name of it because Ramana had a picture of it when he would come here. And um, so I've seen it. And so I thought, well, this is kind of kind of caught my interest. So I come home from work for three, four days after that, and then it'd still be this mountain thing or hill or whatever. And uh, it's a real dense mountain, I think. It's, isn't it really like iron or some of the stone is... It's a red, sandy color yeah. stone. It's, I guess I maybe red. wasn't right there, but um, anyway, the point is, I thought about that for a few days, and I thought, well, I couldn't let go of it. So then, you know, four or five days later, I go, well, it hit me that, oh, it's not the mountain. It's what's under or what's in the mountain. And I went, well... Okay, now we're getting somewhere. And then I went, no, that that doesn't that makes less sense than the mountain. So I, um, so you know, I come home from work, spend an hour, and go through this for four or five days. And, oh, and then, uh oh, I forgot. I have there's a backstory. Sorry, I need to tell before that. It's okay. Oh, okay. It's a clever mind. I get two stories out of one. <laughs> go for it. Um, but before this started, there was I saw I had watched a movie at home. I checked out, and the, I can do this real quick. Uh, this this actor was having problems as acting, so he saw an ad to get his soul extracted, and there he'd be lighter and able to do his work unencumbered. Um, so he went, he got his soul extracted, it's like an MRI machine or something. But um, so it, it was done. It, it, got extracted, and he went to the doctor afterward, and so I had a little cylinder with his soul in it, and it had been condensed down, and so he's looking at it, and he's freaking out, and they looked at it up close, and there was his soul, and it was like a chippy or a garbanzo bean. <laughs> okay, um, and it was a really funny story afterwards, but so after that, I thought, well, 
few days later, well, what would my soul look like if I got it extracted? I mean, why not just go out there? So it, I spent some time with that, and you know, it's a jelly bean and cauliflower, or a wing nut, or a mushroom, or I mean, and uh, so one day, and then it hit me real strong that it was um, a cat's eye marble. Okay. It's a little marble, it looks mm. like, yeah. And I had one in grade school, how big, how beautiful. And I hadn't thought that 60 years ago. And uh, okay, so that's, and so that's the backstory. Okay. So back to the mountain, and then I couldn't figure out why the, what's in the mountain or whatever. And, and then it really almost hit me like physically that where I was in the mountain was my marble, my soul, my, or whatever. Yes. Jeez, uh, this is this is getting weirder. It's okay. And um, so I mean, it's like I almost literally lost my marbles here. I mean, it's like uh, so. That's one of the things that went on after the retreat, and I haven't come to resolution. I just kind of that's it. That's, that's one of them. I don't know if there's anything there or just. I have a creative mind. So, the, the scriptures and the belief system that's in that area, they say that Arunachala is the, uh, is, is the manifestation of consciousness, that its frequency is, the, is Shiva itself, or consciousness itself. It's funny that it was that mountain that you saw, as opposed to Himalayas or someplace else. Because... That's what that mountain is about. It's pure consciousness in physical form. So if the core of your being is in there, you're absolutely bang on. If the essence of what you are, yes, pure consciousness, yes. That's, that's where your soul would be. It would be one with that. It would be the same thing as what that mountain is. Oh, okay, so that's kind of a logical explanation. Yes. Yes. Um, well. Wasn't just a, a pure imagination. Wasn't there something in that? You were picking up something, and your mind was turning it into images, but you were picking up something. Let yourself have it, Terence. Mm -hmm. mm Oh, what's next? <clears throat> I, mean, I, <laughs> I also just got laid off a week or two ago from my job of 15 years. And so, you know, at my age, and I just had a birthday a couple days before that, so um, I don't expect I'll ever get another full-time job. Um, I'm 68 going 69, so... I wouldn't 
wouldn't write that off. It's worth well, I don't really want it, but financially something needs to happen. Something needs so, to happen. I mean, maybe I should take this opportunity to find out, go find my marble. <laughs> 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 you mightn't have lost it at all might be just out of sight but I don't think it's lost Some tells me I'm, I'm, I'm not going to heal until I find my marble. Whether it's wherever it is or whatever. But. Do you want to go to that mountain? Well, it's a possibility. I, um, I've been invited to go there before, and I don't know why, but I really have no interest. Mm. And now, have you any interest? Well, more. Mm -hmm. Although I don't know if it's the mountain or just that. Uh, I'm more open to following what would open me to me. Yes. The rest of the world doesn't have much interest to me. The mountain will tell you that the marble is inside you. And that you've been kind of inside out, imagining that the answer was in the outside world. It's kind of like we're inside out. And we really think something outside is going to sort us out. And we play with that for a long time until we discover, oh my God, it's all inside. All of it is inside. The outside is just what my mind creates in order to have experiences. It's all inside. No, I... I hear what you're saying, that's, um, you know, I hate to, well, it kind of, you put it, well, how might I be able to, how do you put it, uh, jump high here? <laughs> or, I mean, so, even where I'm at, and, mm -hmm. you know, my resources are slim, but I can get by, I'm not a consumer. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I'd be open to a lot of things that before, when people see things in me, I discount them, you know, um, and I'm going, maybe I shouldn't shop, at, don't want to shop at the 99 cent store, or go to Nordstrom's or something, you know, as far as the analogy, but, you know, Nordstrom rack, you know. Yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> important to know that when your mind is at play 
that that's just your mind. And that there's something deeper or other than your mind. So the stories that your mind says, at some point, they're all a lie. All of them. Everything. Every sentence your mind comes up with, the opposite can also be said to be true. Even if I say there's a green tree outside the door, you know, any scientist will say, actually, there's no greenness in the tree. It's just the way my mind, my eyes pick up that. I make the greenness. So there isn't actually a green tree outside the door. So everything your mind says, somewhere it's a lie. I'd love you to play with that a bit. Because some habitual thoughts that you're running, they're completely not true. And it'd be really good for you to flip them over and see, well, how could the opposite of that be true? And feel where the opposite of it is true. I know, I know I, I've learned in the last whatever year or two, whatever or more, that I don't make good decisions like I used to, and my mind doesn't really work like it used to. So I'm kind of learning. I don't trust it. That's a good thing. No. Yeah. I think it is, but it's kind of a, about a route of suffering to go to get there, but. Um, sure. Sure. Now I'm kind of like really thrown aback by things, and um, so I don't know if I'm a good how kind of space I'm in to make decisions. Okay, but you know, whatever decision you make, that's that's okay. The next experience that happens is the one that's in front of you, and that's all you have to deal with. You make a decision the best way you can, but I, I wouldn't have any postmortem over don't was it the right decision? Like, don't go there. You know, you make a decision with the tool that the tools that you have to deal with in that moment, and then and then let's see what happens next. Because we can learn from every situation. Yeah, I know I've had a number of like the cosmic free samples of things yeah. that people have talked about. And yeah, my own things, and I never welcomed them. Um, can we flip that over? Well, I, I'm more, a lot more open uh, to that now, I have to say. Mm. But when I also look back on them, given what you've been saying and other reasons that, they really haven't done me much. The value doesn't seem to be there in them, but maybe I just needed to have an experience that They're not the real thing. Or it could be that it could be that the value in them is that it breaks up the solidity of this world. You know, when you get a glimpse of something else, it's like, hey, you know, this isn't maybe where it's at. Maybe there's something else. Or another reality, and this is just one dimension. This is just one piece of software that's running, and there's a lot of software, lots lot of software running. I'm not sure what other kind of value it could be, really. 
Because at the end of the day, it's just about finding peace and happiness inside yourself. Yeah, they're not lasting, so I mean, it's... And it's actually a, a little off, but... It, I know that your dialogue this morning was very helpful for a number of people. Um, and there was one part of it at the beginning that was extremely helpful. I, I don't even remember how to say it, but when you were going beyond, beyond, and going into the process of a few things, and um, kind of subtle, but I felt, I mean, that, that's where I felt at home. I haven't felt that good in a long time, just when you were speaking. It was the most simple common sense of common sense truth. And then after that, you started breaking it down and started getting sad and, and then you broke it down to structure and then process. I, I just got getting a bigger headache and um, it wasn't good. I didn't like it. Um, I wanted to be back there again. And Can you go there? Like a lot of people. Well, like, I was there this morning when yeah. we were talking. Yeah. I mean, I mean, believe it or not, I, mean, I was there. Yeah, I, mean, I do. Of course I believe it. I mean, but, you'd have no reason not to say what happened to you. So can you go there on your own, do you think? I guess I'm hesitating, so I would say probably not, or I would spend more time there, so to speak. Um, you see, I'm thinking the hesitation about, was about a possibly, yes, okay. probably, yes. Because it was like, nah. Then it's like, all right, okay, you can't. But there was a pause. And knowing what I know about your character, you're going to assume the glass is half empty instead of half full. Oh, sure. I mean... So, you know... Be open to accessing it. And sometimes it can feel like you're imagining it. And sometimes you'll be there. And you mightn't actually know the difference, but do it anyway. So there's no real technique, so to speak, or whatever, just wanting to be present with that. And See, a lot of people, um, yeah. And I'm not... <clears throat> Asking for technique, um, yeah. I'm kind of anti-technique in a way, and yeah. anti-teacher almost. Sorry, but yeah, I mean, no, of course, of course. But that's why I'm here. You're a non-teacher, mm -hmm. um, but but I know that's where life is to be lived from. Yes. Whatever. Yes. 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 
if there was a technique, it's to totally, completely relax. For you, if you completely and totally relax. Well, that's what happened this morning. I just had this big inner smile and just like, I had a glimpse. Oh, that's the next thing. Um, anyway. And if if you completely and totally relax, if you get there, fine. If you don't get there, you don't. It doesn't matter, because it's the availability to it is what's key. If you're open and available to it, and not caught up in your mind, that's what you can do: being available, making the space for it. So completely and totally relax and go in and see where is that inner smile and stay there. Okay, yeah, actually this is good because the thing about working and um, etc. is I just don't have the energy for, for all this. I mean, I don't. So the work's got to go. I mean, it has to stay. I, I just, I, I'm going to take time off. Okay. Somehow. And All right. Because I want to make room for that to happen. All right. Because that's a bigger priority than work. All right. Yep. Then that's what's next, huh? Yeah, whatever that looks like, I don't know. Yeah. I, I really don't want lost, but... Um, it's fine, it's fine. We, we don't know what it's going to look like until it happens, until it takes shape. Well, it's interesting because... stuff happens. I, mean, I wasn't... I have a big time struggle coming to these things. And it just worked out that... Yes. I signed up just before I got laid off or I wouldn't have come. Yes. And then you have no refund policy, so. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> uh -huh. <laughs> what the heck? I, I yep. give it away as a scholarship. And I'm, I'm just not in, I, I'm not in action mode, so that didn't happen. Um, uh-huh. Um, that was a nice setup, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> so... Okay. All right. Um, then, I, I don't, I don't know if I can go there in my mind, but one of the other things that happened is I decided um, around that time to, was to go and see what this consciousness was about. Right. Never really done that. Right. But, I mean, I dropped in. Yeah. You know, and kind of saw how kind of a little bit of how, not how it worked, but it, it was working. Yes, yes. But, and well, 
Well, I guess I, can, I don't know how to present this, but um, I can share little thoughts, I guess, about it. As you like. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm struggling because I don't know what, what the value of it, but... Um, okay, if there's... If, if, okay, so the most important thing is, is to go to the place where consciousness is working because you know that it works. The how it works is food for the mind. Yeah, then, I, don't, I don't care how it works. Then, then that's fine. Drop it. In fact, I mean, then I, drop it. I came up with a, I'll say this, that I think consciousness should have a warning label. Okay. <laughs> and it, like, consciousness, or beware, consciousness can be hazardous to your awakening. <laughs> Something like that. Well, the concept of it can yeah. be hazardous to your awakening, yeah. And... Because I went, what I thought in my mind was after this called consciousness little thing was um, kind of bleeped into this prior, prior uh, to. Uh. And now that was, well, I don't know what to say. Um, I've never felt at such relief or at peace. Yeah. And it's like I went, this is where the real learning happens. Right. The rest is bogus. All right. Or preliminary. I don't be... It's time for you to go direct. Just go direct. I, I don't know what you mean, dear, but... Okay, a lot of people go through understanding, and we work with concepts, and the understanding loosens the mind so that there's enough space created for them to drop in. You know by the feeling of relief, you know, you know our consciousness, you know, the, you know the sense of it, you know when it's working, when it's doing its thing. You know that, that whatever your mind is going to say about it is bogus. You, you know you get that inner smile feeling. We know that it's when you're totally relaxed. So follow what, you, what you've established. You've worked out a lot of kind of uh, prior... Pr um, pointers, criteria that you can kind of set up to go in. When you go into that inner smile place, you've got one thing to say, deeper than this. That'll open another trapdoor. Deeper than this. Deeper than this. But only when you're at that consciousness place where you've got the inner smile. And you get yourself totally relaxed and like deeper than this. And the door will open or it won't. You can't make it happen. Anything else is just going to engage your mind. And in a way, you've kind of been blessed that you're not into the concepts of it. Because that, that, that's helpful, but it, then it becomes a hindrance. So it's like, let's not go there. No, uh, don't go there. I don't know. I, I, I get the headache. Yeah, perfect. Perfect. What a beautiful setup. So you go straight in, <coughs> go direct, go direct, relax, find the inner smile, rest in that place where there's a relief. And every now and then, deeper than this, and stay there. That's all.
I was going to write that down, but I'll, I'll wait for the cassette. All right. <laughs> All right. Okay. Or go down and write it down now while it's fresh, that you have it in physical form as well, you know? All right? Can I do it now? You can. Can you repeat that? I won't remember. All right. Step one. Relax. Feel the sense of relief. Okay. Find the inner smile. If you can't find it, start again. Go back up to point number one if you can't find the inner smile. Okay. Hang out in the inner smile. Stay there. This is easier said than done, but this is what you got to do. Every now and then, when you're in the inner smile and it's comfortable, deeper than this. That'll open a door, and prior might happen or not. Oh, yeah, it'll open. I mean, even in prior, I almost felt that I was disappointed because there might be something prior to prior. Your, your mind can make it look like that. Keep going until there's absolutely nothing. If, if you find I'm going prior and I'm going prior to prior and prior to prior, okay, your mind is playing tricks. Your mind is uh, playing okay. tricks. I'm glad I brought that up. Okay. Yeah. 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 It does stop. Okay. Yeah. Alrighty? Yeah. Good for you. I have one more sharing. I'm going to move on unless it's critical. Oh, okay. No, it's not. All right. It's, Sounds good. Yeah. <laughs> I'm happy. Yay. Thank you. You're very welcome. Yeah, it's super. Thanks, Tara. Mm -hmm. Yes. <laughs> she said I should go. Did she now? And let's see if she'll come herself. <laughs> <laughs> she wants you up here for moral support. <laughs> okay, so it's a general question, sure. first of all, which is, which is, um, I would like to know this as one of my friends passed away, and uh, she um, had my closer, I can hardly hear you. She had a breast cancer and she passed on. Uh -huh. Then afterwards, we, we are five friends, and two of them got it. So I was wondering that do we get suffering ourselves? Do we get the suffering ourselves? All the illness? How do you mean do we get it ourselves? Like, like do we do we have it on something we think about and we get it? Mm. There's loads of different causes. Loads. Loads. Mm -hmm. And you, you got to mind you, because you can have your friend who passed and the other two in the gang of you who, who have the same thing. And one can be because of poor food, somebody because of genetics, somebody else because she's picking it up for women everywhere mm -hmm. and she's carrying something because that's part of what she's here to do. The causes are really varied. That's why there's kind of different answers for everybody. It's like everybody's is slightly different. 
There's no two leaves the same. None of us have the very same causes for things. You see? But does the suffering cause to the nisans or do we call upon it? Suffering, suffering is when there's identification with the experience. That's what makes us suffer. Because you can, you can have horrendous pain, but there's no suffering. Mm -hmm. I know that. Mm -hmm. And it's Which like you, the body is yeah, the body's in pain, but actually I'm totally fine. No suffering. No suffering. But that is again, you, you would, um, because consciously you think that because this is the body and then... But if you know you're not the body, then you're, you're behind. The, the body is your vehicle to connect in the world. It's like a glove. You know, it's an outward manifestation, but it's not who you are. So if the glove rips, you don't rush to A&E to get it, to get it stitched up. Mm -hmm. Because it, it, it's just something that wears out. Mm -hmm. You see? So, in the same way, the physical body, it's not what you are. Mm -hmm. So, when it's got pain, there's pain. And the pain is the, is the body's way of trying to heal itself, draw attention to something. It's just its own healing mechanism. Okay, so you don't consciously heal or it just happens? How do you heal it? For myself? Uh -huh. Um, it's a mixture. Sometimes, yes, there's intention put on something. Sometimes I find myself in bed at night saying, my bones are strong. I'm absorbing the calcium in my blood because I, I don't seem to absorb calcium. Even though there's a lot of calcium in my blood, I don't seem to absorb it into my bones. And, and uh, sometimes I just find myself saying that, saying strong bones, strong bones, strong bones. So, sometimes I just find myself saying that. So, affirmations like? Hmm? Affirmations? I guess you can call it an affirmation. It kind of starts by itself or something. Is there an intention someplace? Yeah, there's some conditioning that says it's, it's better that my bones get stronger. Sure, sure. And so I'll do what I can to make that happen. You know, mm -hmm. um, I, I just won't take drugs for it, but, but I use whatever tools I have. And they kind of come, it's like it makes sense. It's like, okay, it's not like I'm going to do that every, every night. Yeah. It just kind of comes to mind and I do it then. It's quite organic. Mm -hmm. But it's possible for everybody to do it. Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. So, thank yes. you so much. For sure. That. So my third question, which we started in the fr on Friday, you said, um, this is it. Everything. This is as good as it gets. It, that one is it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So anything is like that? Like any, any to any stories is like that? <clears throat> ah, you see, the story, the story is one thing, but how you're responding to it, that's what I'm interested in. Because there's always stories. And sometimes the same thing happens to people and they have two very different stories about it. Mm -hmm. You know, or somebody will be telling a story and you, you were at an event with, some, with somebody mm -hmm. and they have a big story about it and you're like, you didn't even create a story about it. Mm -hmm. You know? So we're like that. Um, create minimal story. Only if you absolutely have to create story. But if you are in the story, then... And you're believing your own story. Yeah. Okay. Then you drop it. Absolutely. It's only a story. It's like, ah, I'm in my story. When you're in the story and you don't recognize you're in the story, you're lost. You've, you've got to wait until there's like a, oh, I'm so caught in my own drama here. Mm -hmm. When you've got that opening, pull out. Pull out. 
pull out. It's like you're being given a, 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 a lifeline. Take it. Take it. Take it. It's like, whoa, there's my story. I'm unplugging. Mm-hmm. If it means walking out of a situation, if it means you're in the middle of a thick argument and you're like, I am so full of my own story here, my drama and wanting to win this argument. It's like, sorry, you're right. I'm back. Just stop. Mm-hmm. Just stop. The more you do that, the faster you will spot that you're in your own story. Mm-hmm. And it goes right down to like, gosh, I'm in it like 30 seconds until you just never believe a story. Right. So the frequency with which you cut, okay. you grab the lifeline and cut it, that's very important. That's the potent thing. Mm-hmm. Which was very, very, very good on the very first day. So the right. story was gone. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Don't be without story. Yeah. Be without story. Yeah. Yeah, we don't need to make story about anything. Anything. Yeah. About anything. You'll end up being a bit of a quieter person, and sure, that's fine. <laughs> that's fine, you know. Talking to yourself, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> so, another thing I wanted to say, Taryn said that his, his marble is in the, in the mountain, right? Yes. Is that that, right? Yes. I think it's the safest place to be. <laughs> Will it be? Yes. Is that the right answer? Yes, but I think it was symbolism for it's inside, that, that what is the mountain is his marble, is pure consciousness. They're all the same. They're all pure consciousness. And that's what Terence is. And he knows it when he goes into that happy place. But when he's in story, he thinks he has to do something to find the happy place. Mm-hmm. But is it the safest place ever? What's Where's not safe? Where's not safe? No, but if he has found out where it is right now, so isn't it the safest place? From a dualistic perspective, yes. But that's a very limited viewing point. From every other perspective, he is the mountain. Mm -hmm. Do you see? So safe, not safe, only exists in the world of duality of where there is danger. And so I would go after that. I said, why, why, what makes something unsafe? Mm-hmm. Only our belief system around <coughs> lack of safety because we entertain fear. There's the story. Mm-hmm. And fifth thing I wanted to uh-huh. clear was uh, sure. for the engine room. which The engine room? Yes. Everybody's not access to only I, some I mean, people only like some that. people seem to have access to it, yeah. Yeah. So is it um, is it difficult to be there or it's the work he has done or it's just gift? It's just gift. That's just a gift. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. I I can't maneuver anything in there. Mm-hmm. I can't. It's like I'm looking in through the window. And I can't maneuver anything in there. It's just not my gig. Can't. Never could. I don't think I'll ever be able to actually alter something in there. But yet, I mean, like, I've been in situations of where my husband says, I really need that football team to score or something. And I'm like, all right. (laughs) And I do a bit of magic and it happens. Like, I've done that. And then I've said, all right, I'm never again doing that. But I've done that. Nuts. But it's like, Sure. What is it? It's just playing around. 
just a game. So for me, everything, all these uh, things today, which I have been hearing for all three days, uh, um, it's very, very um, powerful. Yes. I don't know whether I can even, I'm there. Yes. I'm just baby steps. Yes, that's fine. Of course. You, you can only be where you are. Yeah. You can only honor where you are. Yeah. So and, and all, all these things which I hear. Yes. It's like amazing, like really sure. you can go there. Yes, it's there all the time. Yeah. All the time. And it's available for everyone. Absolutely everyone. Completely, okay. yeah. Good. Yeah. Good. So thank you so, so much. So go there. I will. Yes, go there. After. <laughs> After. I will. I have to meet him at the engine room. All right. <laughs> <laughs> because <laughs> no, he, he's going to find me a home there. So. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So thank you so much. Sure, you're welcome so Thanks. much. Thank you. <laughs> Who else wasn't up? Who, who needs to come? Who are you pointing to, Ben? The lady in the white sweater. Denise, would you like to come up? <laughs> 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 Denise and Nanish are always very shy at these things. Would you like to come up? Please. <laughs> <laughs> Door is open. Okay. Oh, I almost knocked my coffee over. <laughs> Can't have that. Okay, I'm bringing my little notes. Here. Sure. Notes and tissue. <laughs> I need a third hand. <laughs> okay, there you go. So, so two things. Yes. First of all, on Friday night, when you were speaking about how a soul goes up to the light. And sometimes they can't stay in the light. Mm. They're coming back to work on mm. possible character defects. Did you? Were you referring to reincarnation? Uh, some some do come back in physical form, um, and some come back in physical form. They don't start in baby at baby stage. They kind of connect with somebody who's alive, mm. and and it becomes a new phase of the person's life, and they work out something through that. And it's, you know, it's like it's a splinter of. Energy, really. Yeah. You know? Um, and then there are so many other dimensions. Kind That's of, where most work happens. I think what it, it, it challenged a belief system that uh-huh. I had, because I'm, I'm like okay with reincarnation, <laughs> I, I had a little fear that came uh, to me when yeah. you said that, because I, first of all, I'm clean and sober almost 26 years, but, you know, my memory's green, and I'm like, God, what do I have to work on still? You know, I, I, all of that stuff is very present to me. And uh, so it was like damnation <laughs> kind of kind of came oh. up, even though, you know, I know that it's silly. You know, I know that um, I like what you said about kind of, I took a look at it as kind of cleaning house, you know. Yes, yes. Every day we just try to do the best we can yes. and be the best humans that yes. we can be in yes. this um, dual world. Yeah. Uh, and I do feel that I have uh, some contact, that I've had some experience with non-dual. Yeah. I just never had that phraseology yeah. up until, well, pretty recently yeah. with 
uh, Carolina and Course in Miracles and, and all the wonderful teachers that she points us to, which is what brought me here. Yeah. And of course, I was very resistant. <laughs> sure. Because <laughs> that's just what I do. Yeah. And, oh, I can't sit that long. You know, I had every other reason, and I'm so glad I came. So, fears. Today you got me. And um, that's why I brought this. You know, I don't know how it, it got me the way it did, but um, my husband's losing his memory. Okay. <laughs> Collect myself a second. Sure. I've noticed over the last couple of years, he's uh, just turned 69. Uh, It's my second marriage. I was married to Alice's brother for, for, we were together for 16 years. I was able to walk him him home. This is how kind my husband is. You know, he doesn't have anything going on about that. He's a wonderful man. But I, you know, my flags went up. And then they went up again. And it's just, I feel that it's, it's real. My one day at a time program says, it's okay. You'll deal with it one day at a time. Yes. But it's just the, um, the process got me to a good point. But it still wasn't pretty, you know. Right. Not like everything has to be pretty. But um, I said, uh, what's the worst thing that can happen? And that's that Larry has Alzheimer's. The worst thing about that would be his diminishing capabilities that, you know, the man that he is falls away. Yes. And then the worst thing about that would be that because I'm short-term memory, you know, and uh, my girlfriend's husband said, you know, put your big girl panties on. Don't get all alarmed about this, but, you know, there may come a time when he doesn't know you. Yes. And his father passed from Alzheimer's, so he's resistant to mm-hmm. any tests. You know, we've had a little touch on it. Yeah. I said, are you worried about your memory? And he said, yes. Yeah. But worrying about it and doing something about it. I mean, I feel like I'm living in his fear and mine. Yes. Yes. So, anyway, when I got when I got to that, I said, "Well, what's the worst thing about that?" And it's it was being alone, or feeling alone, and then I just immediately wrote, "That's not true." Because I know I'm not alone. I've never been, you know. Yeah. I've always been bookended. Yes. So it's still, you know, it's just kind of playing with my mind a little bit. So, Are you grieving your kind second of, yeah. husband? Yeah, I feel like I am. Yeah, that's what it feels like. No, it's, it's one of those things that when, it, when something happens, when it's almost like he's in another world. I know he's somewhere, whether it's another world, but yeah. it's like, it kind of stops me, you know? It stops my breath, and, and I know I'm not to contradict it, because it's just his flow. Yes. Um, I've been given some wonderful uh, guidance in the area, but 
guidance and the experience of it. You know, it's like, yes. uh, this sometimes keeps me awake at night with, I need to get strong, I'm bone, fra- I have had several fractures, excuse me from stumbling, and I feel like I need to get really strong, he's a big man, Yeah. and I want to be able to yeah. do whatever I can do, Yeah. I'm in it, you know, I'm committed, yeah. I love him. Yeah. But I feel like, yeah, maybe I am grieving him, I didn't think of it that way. That's the energy that I'm picking up. That's yeah. that's the emotion that's coming through. Yeah, yeah. Because that some something is slipping. Yeah, and I would, I had even given up a passion for you know we put together our groups for Italy and I had given that up because I felt like I needed to spend as much time with them as possible and it just felt unnatural. Yeah. You know, I had to come to the conclusion that Good. he still wants me to live. Yes, he still of wants course. me to experience joy. I'm I'm kind of just wanting to have the big conversation, but I really feel I I, I feel fear about um, starting it, starting that conversation. Yes, yes. You know, but I, one of the things that I has worked for me in my life is that, you know, I love it when you say it's as good as it gets because I'm so grateful to be alive and. <laughs> Once I know about something, like, I remember the first meeting that I went to and, and said, Hi, I'm Mary, I'm an alcoholic. I, it was like, freedom. Yeah. Such freedom. If I know what it is, I'm okay with it. Yeah. You know? All right. All right. So, I mean, I feel like I'm having the experience for him, too. <laughs> yes. And I, I know that's not, not, not true. Well, it kind of happens. It feels like. It. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. It, it does happen that we do process things for other people. Yeah. We're very connected, you know? Yeah. We do carry things. Okay. <clears throat> See what you think of this. Okay. This is what I would do. Okay. So it's very normal human stuff. I would, I would allow myself to grieve for him. I would write a letter that I would burn immediately afterwards saying goodbye to him. Go there, because the grief is coming. So there's some change happening in your relationship. But we need to let go how it was until now so that you're more present with what's happening now in the Mm day-to-day. So so there needs to be space where you give yourself the time and the energy and just the emotional... Detox to like let go how it has been till now. Yeah. Right? So you've got to say goodbye to the Larry that you've been married to till now. Okay. All right? And then each day is fresh. Then each day you have together, you're dealing with him, however he is in that day. But there's something, there's something in the past that, that we, we need to let go here. And how it was is, is, is kind of uh, being the reference point for how, how it is in the future. And then it's like you don't know. You used to know and now you don't know. And it's like, hold on, hold on. The past is gone, actually. And you know it's gone because you're already <gasps> grieving for it. It's gone. Mm-hmm. How the relationship was is gone. Let it all go. Mm-hmm. Let it go. Let it go. And I'll start with the letter. Start with the letter, yeah. exactly. Let go of the marriage, who you were in the marriage. Let go of the whole thing. Yeah. And just say, like, I've just got to be in the present with this. Yeah, I think I think there's there's there was the experience of 
several people that I love passing. Yeah. And so it was like that urgency, you yes. know, that just kind of need to kind of be in his presence. And, yes. And, and I know that he was feeling that. You know, of course. I think I was getting on his nerves. <laughs> of course, because there'd be a grasping. Yeah, it's almost know? like, what's going on with you? Yeah. Um, but I couldn't express where I yes. was, and I didn't actually see it. I didn't see it until uh, a couple weeks ago when uh, a, a tragic accident killed a dear friend of ours. You know, and we had seen her a couple days before, and then, you know, didn't know that those two people that were killed were were our friends and and it just kind of it just brings it all yes, yes. this is all we've got this today is as good as it gets this is and it's and even I, the second and i love it you know and this I is love it, it. Like, yeah yeah i love it yeah because everything else is in our heads yeah everything else is in our heads right so you know it you know it's it's um thank you for the uh idea of the letter i hadn't thought about that but I know that I, I did that actually. I've done that before and I had success with it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. 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 One time I didn't burn it and I regretted that. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you got to burn it immediately. Actually, immediately for you. <sighs> yeah. Immediately. It's like it's part of signing off. Crap, you know? Yeah. So yeah. I, I, um, I want to thank you. Too, you know, it's like you know, when you go someplace and you don't know what you're going for, and you kind of go in to be with your pals, and and um, I love, always have loved uh, Carolina's space, and she said, you gotta go in her Boston accent yeah. if you have any, <laughs> any opportunity, and and first I said no, and something pulled me here, so uh, thank you, good, and good, thank you guys, good sure. group, thank you, dive, you, you dive straight straight in for a juice, you guys. <laughs> It's a little bit difficult because the language. Sure. But I will try to. I'm new at this. So I just want to know if you want to say something to me. So give me something. I usually need something to kind of. Okay. Well, um, I feel like I'm not at the conscious level that all they are? Anybody up there feel that you're not at the same level of consciousness as the rest of the room? <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. <laughs> I feel like the, all the things that, that you're saying are for me. Okay. Good. Like you're talking to me Good. Every time someone is in here, it's like you are talking to me too. Yes. And I was back there thinking that it's 
that maybe I should ask you about how to manage body pain. But then you just put the answer there. You just have the pain, but not suffer. Yes. So every um, question that I was in my mind, you were answering almost right away. And then I say, well, maybe I should go there and ask her if she can um, tell me something that I need to know. Um, I have this sensation that a lot of people are mad at me because I am, a lot of the time I am a very happy person. And in my job, I see people suffering every day. But it hurts, but it doesn't give me suffering. Yes. So a lot of people tell me, why are you so happy? Is your happiness created by something, or is it just your nature? I don't know. It's like it, it is there. Like yes. Sometimes I I cry with the children or with old people, but but I still in that place that I'm very. Harmony in life. Yes. There's harmony inside. Yeah. Yeah. But a lot of people, it's mad at me because of that. Because my job, it's, it's supposed to be, I, it's supposed that I, I need to be angry with the world. And also it's supposed that I need to be very strong and, and, and also gel and say, hey, this, that is not okay, and you're wrong. But sometimes it's hard to me to go that place and be that. I know that I'm strong, but yes. in, in a different way. Yes, in a different way. Keep doing what you're doing. Stay the way you are. Honor it. Because to model the way you are naturally is really important. To, to be a, an example so that people know that there can be happiness inside even when there's a lot of pain around. Our happiness actually is solid and untouched by this. There needs to be more people in the world that live the way you live. We've forgotten how to do it. So if people are judging you for it, you know it's because they're kind of probably jealous or don't understand you. And rather than them feeling that they have something to learn, it's easier to say that there's something wrong with you. 
that's what we do. If somebody's different, they're the problem. Rather than, ooh, can I learn from this? And not a lot of people are open in that way. And especially if your work, you know, promotes a kind of a militant attitude, you're in a dense part, part of our culture. Your light is important. Not a lot of people can stand in those places. I can't. I can't be in those places for a long period of time. I can't. I, I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I, I, no, I, I'm just naturally leaving. It's not my gig to be in there. It's not. I can't do it. But if life has put you in there, keep doing what you're doing. And so when other people are angry at you, they're, they're reacting. They're just reacting because you're different. Because you, you, you're doing something that's all, that they've forgotten about. They've forgotten how to do. Do you see? That's, that's them spitting, spitting their pain at you. That's what that judgment is. Have compassion. Do you see it? It's just the play of the world, no? Sometimes we're landed in places that are very dense and all we can do is just stay steady with our light, regardless of what comes. Yes. Yes. So I need to be compassionate. Yes. 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 So okay. compassion is understanding. Compassion yeah. is divine understanding. Yeah. You know? Because I have two examples. Uh-huh. One. One. A lot of people angry with me because they say, like, oh, she has uh, 16 surgeries, she cannot walk, and she's a woman, and... and and she goes there smiling. Why? She she should be shy and 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 sometimes people tell me that. Yes. Something's wrong with you. This yes. is in one example. The other one is um I want to promote human rights. Uh-huh. Always. Uh-huh. So since I was um, 16, between 12 and 16, I start doing it. And with a, a lot of difficult going in and going out hospitals. Uh, but I was, uh, I was sure that I, that my job was going to be promoting human rights. And like, Two years ago, I, I was there at the UN promoting human rights. Uh-huh. Like magic. Yes. And then, a year later, I was there in a place that, um, very special place, like, um, that almost no one can get there because it's like a, a power position. Yes. 
but it isn't for me. It's like a life mission. But it's very difficult because a lot of people say, you don't deserve that. Because mm -hmm. you're, you're not a man. Mm -hmm. You're not a liar. Mm -hmm. like, um, and you needed to um, study more. But it was like magic. Yes. I get there. Yes. And sometimes I feel like there's, in some place, there's someone doing magic with my life. Yes. Well, a lot of time I feel that. Yes. There's someone there, and so they, um, people told my mom she's not going to walk. And then magic, I walk. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. She's not going to go to school. And then magic, I go to school. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. She will never get married. No one's going to love her. There was love. Yes. So a lot of time I, I feel that like there's someone doing magic with my life. Yes. So why not to be happy? Yes. Yes. And um, a lot of time I have, I'm in pain. Sure. Physical pain. Sure. But mm, this pain is, is not suffering. Sometimes it is difficult, so okay. I suffer a little. Okay. But not always. Yes, good. And I start feeling that that's it. No more physical pain. Because I'm 37 and it's 35 years with physical pain. That's enough. And I'm trying to do magic now. Okay. So no more pain. Yes. And I, I also do what you do to um, say, my bones are strong. Yes. Mm. Yes. I, I, like five years ago, um doctor told me that I have osteoporosis. Mm. And now I don't. Aha. Uh -huh. So... Even if bad things happen, because bad things happen. Sure, it's life. I feel like someone is doing magic. Yes. So, I want to know if you have something to tell me with this. Mm. Keep doing what you're doing. Keep doing what you're do what you're doing. And just have the wisdom to know that, you know, when people judge you or don't understand you, it's just the limitation of their minds. It's just limited thinking. 
and they want to put people in a box, it's because they're in a box in their own thinking. You know, and, and that's a place of terrible suffering. So what flows naturally is compassion for people who spit out negative things like this because they don't know any better yet. But just by being around you, it, it breaks their limitation because somebody with physical disabilities should be a victim and you are so not acting that out. Like it's just nowhere in your energy field. You know, and so people just don't get well, what 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 am I what am I seeing here? Not a victim and physical disabilities. What what am I seeing here? This potent woman. What what's going on here? So you're breaking the model. You see, you're breaking the the mold out there of what people expect when they make judgments because they see life in categories like this. So you're shattering their thinking, and for most people that brings up fear. So they push you away. But those who are open to change, they'll get you. The ones who are genuinely open to change. But you'll find people who work in the area for change wouldn't know change if it hit them across the face. They will fight change, even though they say they're for change. But if you bring change into their own life, whoa, not okay. You know? Was it Gandhi that said, be the change you want to see in the world? Was that Gandhi, yes. I think? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Like, wow. People don't get that. It's like, no, no, I'll change the world. And it's like, hmm, what's your own relationship with change? What's your own relationship with change? Really, what's going on here? So it's, it's like part of your work can be more effective when you have impact on the minds of your colleagues. Right? So the minds of your colleagues, you're breaking down their resistance to change. You're breaking their limited projections, right? That's what you're doing. So it's like you're changing the environment itself. It's not about you. It's just what your presence does. You know? Your, your life is about something very specific. It's about what, exactly what you're doing. Keep doing it. You're doing a great job. Keep doing it. But don't get thrown by other people's opinions. All you're doing is breaking down their limitations. That's all you're doing. And you're getting the sparks from when you're hitting their thinking and their sparks flying and the sparks are being aimed at you and it's like, have compassion, have compassion. You're demolishing a lot of old structures that bring suffering. You're demolishing things. Of course there's going to be sparks flying. Of course there's fallout. Let it flick off you and have compassion. But keep doing what you're doing and don't doubt yourself. When I was little, I learned that I am not this body. Yes. I am yes. something bigger. So yes. when I entered to a surgery room, yes. I know that oh, it's my body. Yes, it's my body going under the surgery, yes. It's, I'm something bigger. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You're not your body. Yeah. That's really the source of your happiness. Okay. That's really the source of happiness. Because when you speak about happiness, I'm feeling it coming from the big you, the real you. 
I'm feeling it coming from there. But the mind does what the mind does and it tries to put cause and effect on something. And that's true too. But the real source of it, no, it comes from the fact that you know you're not your body. You're not identified with the woman inside a body. It's like, no, that's just, that's just how it's showing up in the world. But you're not that body. You're something. You're, you're all of it. You're, you're that which is made of all of it, you know? Yeah, thank you too. Thank you, thank you too. Kind of feeling to end there. Oh, that was beautiful. Right. That perfect ending. It's beautiful. Couldn't be better. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. To, uh, you know, whoever makes this possible, the seen and the unseen. <laughs> the green blacks, Matthew and Joan down there, the Inner Directions gang. The, the people behind the scenes, Mahesh, Denise, my grey-haired husband at the very back. People who've just pulled this together. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And with the advertising and shape now. Uh, checking out the bank and dug for the advertising. Thank you. It's it's always a, a big team effort to try and pull this together, and um, and I absolutely thank all of you for whatever your part. If it's showing up and whatever your part, thank you because um, I enjoyed fortune as well. I hope you do Let's see. <laughs> Let's see. Let's see. And we thank and honor you. Yeah. Ash, you're very welcome. I'm just a member, you know. All I can do is just send back what, what comes. You're doing it yourselves, unraveling beautifully. <laughs> so, uh, so catch it on river, maybe, huh? Yeah. Much love. Mm -hmm. Thank you. <laughs>